And welcome to a very special edition of the Firmware Update, a review episode, which we really need to come up with a name for these. But it's a special episode because it's not PlayStation related at all entirely, but fuck it. We like video games, so we'll talk about shit. (laughs) Not entirely, you mean at all? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this could affect the landscape because I think in the future, the success of what we're about to talk about could affect where PlayStation 5 or even... You know, they've made iterations of the PS4 at this point. This might be another one. And where it could go into the future, so to speak. So we are, of course, talking about the phenomenon known as the Nintendo Switch, Mm -hmm. which both me and Joe had. And uh, just a disclaimer, uh, because I've been hearing more and more of these as of late for reviews, so I guess I'll just get this out of the way. Nintendo, we wished, but they did not supply us with either of our Switches. Uh Uh-huh. Joe has gotten through hard work, blood, sweat, and tears working the warehouses of Best Buy, <laughs> and mine was gotten by the blood, sweat, and tears of driving to my GameStop and giving them my Wii U and 3DS. So, <laughs> uh, we'll let you be the judge of who worked harder there. But anyway, <laughs> so we got these on our own, so this is entirely our opinion here. So, Joe, you've had, uh, when did you get, Did you didn't get yours on launch, right, or did you? I did. Okay. So, Joe, how are you enjoying it so far? Uh, I think it is one of the best hardware designs uh, that any company's ever put out. Like, when you say design, are you talking about just the look or just how it's built? I th- the whole, both of them, the whole, really. The whole shebang. <laughs> the, whole, the whole shebang. Um, like, yeah, like, the, I mean, functionally, like, I think it's a really great idea, like, and it's really well executed, you know, the... The Joy-Con controllers, I think, like, I think that was, like, a really clever idea, you know, being able to slide them onto the, the console and, and, you know, separate them and put them onto, into a grip to make a mostly regular controller. Uh, like, I think that's great. Like, I think the, it seems it seems sturdy and well-built, you know, nothing about it feels cheap at all. Um, it feels sturdy. It could stand <laughs> a strong wind, but... Uh, I, I, mean, I mean, I've heard I've heard plenty of stories of people dropping them and, like, like yeah, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> it's like, all right, good to go. I do want to talk about those, as I've heard reports, but just uh, just to catch up with what you're saying here, uh, I saw that we, we both saw that conference. Uh, I wasn't a fan of it. I think that you were pretty moderate on the whole thing, but uh, when they did that whole conference with Let's Switch about 20,000 times in the course <laughs> of an hour, it, it was a lot, Joe. I'm just like, I, I still gr- cringe at the sound of a snap. But uh, I'll take that any day over. WWE saying ultimate thrill ride 38 times in an hour, uh, every hour when they talk about WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm definitely not not going to disagree there. Oh, did your heart <laughs> did your heart break a little bit when you heard the Undertaker say ultimate thrill ride? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! The ultimate thrill ride. Oh, you sold out, man. But let me tell you something. I was cringing at this, especially when I heard the launch lineup. But I pick up that little box. You know, I set it all. I, I went to a midnight release for this, and like I said feel a lot better about my self-esteem watching some of the people in that line let me tell you but anyway uh pl- pop in zelda and you know i'm playing on my tv it looks nice mm-hmm. it looks great hey wife needs the tv or sh- she wants to watch something in the room so i walk over pull out the tablet and boom there it is right there and i haven't gone without playing it a day since and i gotta tell you that you're absolutely right like not only does it look good, which is important because Wii U, the 
what was the game pad for the Wii U looked like it was made by Fisher Price. Right. <laughs> it was bad. But this actually looks high tech and slick. Not to mention the fact that this is actually even thinner and lighter than the game pad, if you can believe that. <laughs> and uh, I- I've enjoyed the many ways to use it. Like I use it mostly as like, I guess, in Vita form, you know what I mean? Where it's just like all together. But I also enjoy popping out the kickstand and uh, i've i'm actually enjoyed using the joy cons in either hand i actually don't like the grip mainly because it's too close in my opinion but yeah it it's fine for the most part but i i just don't like it so i just like using it nunchuck style as i call it minus the wire and i've just been playing games like that too and it's just very seamless like you you slide it out like two seconds later, the screen's up, you're ready to go. You slide it back in two seconds later and you're ready to go again. It's actually really, really well done. And uh, I'm shocked at how much I really love this thing. Yeah. I mean, going back to your point, it's like having, you know, I've had to switch for the better part of a month now, like picking up the Wii U gamepad. It's like, wow. Like after having had the, the, the switch, it's like, it is so, such a night and day difference. <laughs> Isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's like, man, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Um, did you get yeah. a pro controller out of curiosity? I did. I did. How do, how do you enjoy that? Um, I enjoy it quite a bit. It's, it's like, I'm not going to say it's, it's quite on par with, you know, the Xbox one or the PS4 controller, but like that's, no. it's still a vast improvement over the Wii U pro gamepad. <laughs> um, uh, it's a good controller. I agree. Like to me, PS4 is still much better, but at the same time, it's, it's good. It works very well. Like, yeah. Like I have zero complaints about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, have you taken yours to work? I have taken it. Uh, how, how, how does it do over there? Like, did you get the case for it and everything, or do you just pop it into a backpack or something? No, nah, I just pop it in. Ah, <laughs> you're going to wreck <laughs> it's it. Fine. It's fine. Uh, did you take my advice and get the glass screen protector? Uh, I did not. I did not. I, I highly recommend it because, you know, one of these days it, it, it is going to drop, and you want that protection that only a glass screen protector can get you uh folks you can get one for like it's on amazon it's like 12.99 it's worth it you get like two of them in there Mm, i've i've never bought a glass screen protector friend of my devices and have not regretted it one time well as a guy who's worked in the cell phone industry and seen the i've had many a customer come in saying my phone's broken i need to get a new one I look at the screen, notice the screen protector, and I peel it off to reveal that the phone is actually fine. It's just the glass screen protector that's broken. Trust me. <laughs> and you see that light light up in their eyes as they realize they get to save 50 to to $100 today. Uh, yeah. The thing is that I don't drop my phones because I don't eat a whole bucket of fried chicken while handling my, my slick aluminum-cased phone. Terribly racist to our chicken-eating cons- chicken listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> Here, but it'll happen. Sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes you're just like walking down the street and someone just bumps into you. I am not a two-year-old child. I no. can hold on to things while people bump into me. <laughs> Those are very famous last words, but I digress. <laughs> like I said, twelve ninety nine. Get a little extra protection on the screen. And for those of you who are wondering, no, it doesn't interfere with the docking at all. It actually works, fits in quite nicely and still mm. kind of loose too. So anyway, hey, so what did you get at launch, Joe? Um, just Zelda, basically. Just that's pretty much what you get. It's <laughs> like I mean, I, I I flirted with the idea of of buying Shovel Knight. Um, they they have two Shovel Knight games on there. The basically the whole suite of Shovel Knight, like 
expansions that came out as like one twenty four ninety nine, you know, package, and then the ten dollar prequel that came out uh, on top of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, flirted was getting the, the whole like twenty four ninety nine things. Like man, because fuck, Shovel Knight was so good, <laughs> um, and to be able to take it to have like one version that I can take pretty much everywhere with me and play at home. It's like man, that's really fucking. Uh, that's really tempting. Uh, but ultimately, it's like I'd rather spend the money on, on stuff that I haven't played before. Um, so hold on to that twenty four ninety nine for now. Yeah, uh, with the massive credit I got for all the trade ins there, I pretty much had the system and Zelda pay for it at launch. Uh, I didn't pick it up at launch because it's not out yet, but I have uh, Mario Kart paid for, so I'm just waiting for it to be released. Uh, I also got a travel case and a. Uh, I just. I did spend some money as I, like, while I was there at the GameStop, they're like, hey, we have pro controllers in stock. Did you want to grab one? I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Just, <laughs> and that turned, thank God I got that because apparently that's a pain in the, in the ass to get right now. Yeah. But, I mean, as Nintendo is ramping up production of the Switches, they're also getting some more pro controllers out there. Uh, we got a, a pretty decent amount this week at my store, um, along with about 20 Switches, so. You know what I do, what I am thinking about getting is getting an extra dock just to put it in the bedroom so I can, like, move it from, like, room to rooms easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good fucking luck getting one of those. Yeah, I, so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> like, the person at GameStop said, yeah, you're probably going to have to go straight to Nintendo for that. And I'm like, god damn it, it was it was in the catalog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's really, really good. Uh, do you have any complaints about it so far, Joe? Um... You know, I was trying to think of what real complaints that I have. Um, I guess the only, and it's really a minor complaint, really, because it's really only affecting me as a 4K TV owner, um, is that it doesn't scale super well to, to 4K sets, because... No. No, it, yeah, it just doesn't quite do that. <laughs> um, you know, from, from the main menu all the way to Zelda, it's like, all right, this doesn't look... Like, I'm not going to say it's like, oh, it's gross and wash up. Like, it looks fine it's just like it's it's kind of a stark contrast like yeah it looks all right on my 4k tv it's like wow it actually looks better on the handheld (laughs) uh it does yeah yeah that's true uh, yeah because um in the menu like from like the 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 console menu like i i think that's not even like that's not even a 1080p image it's a 720p image no Uh, yeah you're absolutely right yeah yeah it's a 720p image that the that the console upscales to 1080p and and that that take and that's sent to your TV, uh, and then the 4K TV then upscales that upscaled image again <laughs> to 4K, uh, and yeah, it's very it's pretty pixelated the, the console menu. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of bad. <laughs> um, and then yeah, kind of the same with with you know the actual game when you play Zelda. It's like like yeah, this looks gr- like I mean the art direction of that game, you know, it more than makes up for any kind of like upscaling issues. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's like man, this is super noticeably a a, a a twice upscaled uh image well you gotta wait for next year when they release the super doc pro which oh, ups- <laughs> <laughs> the new super doc <laughs> that might be a better way imagine if that all that is is instead of having to buy a whole new system you just get like a doc and now it's in 4k <laughs> that i might actually prefer that joking all joking aside <laughs> uh i did have some complaints here this is just me thinking long term. Uh, number one, and this is my big. This is my biggest concern, uh, especially since I'm now taking this to work and it's in like my backpack a lot of the times. 
currently, with game saves, it's saved to the unit itself. Even if you have a memory card, you can't yes. save it to the memory card, and there's no cloud. Yes, that sucks hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, only to the console. Like, not to the game card, not to the SD card. Console, like, to the console only, to the 32 gigs that are on board. It's like, fucking really? <laughs> I know, like I can save plenty like stuff on my cell phone. That's to the memory card. That's like basic stuff right there. So it's like kind of jarring that it's not. Yeah, memory. like if something happens to your console, um, and you're like 50 hours into Zelda, um, hope you're ready to start all the fuck all the way the fuck over because, uh, yeah, you're not getting that save back. It's like yeah, it's like, like if somebody steals my console, or if somebody or somehow something happens to the screen and it cracks and I need to buy a new console, like all my saves are fucked. So that, that is like really, that's, it's annoying and it's kind of scary too, just for that reason. Now, rumor has it that part of this, uh, what, what, what do they call this? This online membership or whatever they're going to launch uh, at some uh -huh. point is going to include a cloud storage feature, but we'll see. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean that's I guess that's that's fine because that's how PlayStation and Xbox do it. Like those are that's a feature that's exclusive to Gold and, and Plus members. But it's like but I can also save stuff onto an external hard drive. Yes, you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can back your fucking saves up. So I I will cry if I have to restart Zelda. <laughs> I mean I more on that later later. But uh, you know to, after I've put in like so many hours in this game and then to say all right start over. <sighs> <laughs> oh. uh, but there's that uh, on the minor side of it uh, if they're going to keep calling this a console which you know I really feel is a mistake I feel they should just call this like a super 3DS or something like that but uh, I feel like it needs some media apps just because you know that's sort of a standard for what it, what it is and I can't imagine it's that hard to like put them on there or, like I said these are like some of these are more nitpick picky than anything but that's one mm. uh two for the money and the fact that uh i'm at a point where i'm doing stuff digitally i'm kind of i'm still kind of shocked that it only has 32 gigs i mean granted they could have been assholes and made like a completely unique memory card to expand it <laughs> like another cough cough <laughs> Which they didn't. They're like, okay, you can just use a micro SDXC card. I'm like, all right, cool. I can easily afford that. But as we just went over, they're being stupid about what I can save onto that thing. I mean, so, and plus, in fact, I like to get things digitally. So, and as stingy as I am trying to make space on my PS4 as it is, trying to, like, make room for the latest games and whatnot, it's even and that's on 500 gigabyte hard drive. This is 32. So that's a little frustrating just because I like to, I would love to just get all the games digitally. Just so like worst case scenario, my, if my console does get stolen, if I end up, cause I bought Zelda on a, on the disc or not a disc on the game pack, like, just cause I wanted to save space on my, my uh, system. If I had bought it digitally, then I can just re-download it on my new 3DS, but now I have to rebuy it just because it wasn't saved on, just because there wasn't enough room on there. That's me anyway, but how do you feel about the storage space? Um, like, I'm fine with the 32 gigs. Um, like, really, going, like like we've already said, like, the, the problem being that you can't move safe data um, easily between, you know, the system and, and the SD card or wherever else. Like, that's really the suckiest part of it. 
Um, like 32 gigs isn't a lot, but like, but like, you know, SD card, micro SD cards come pretty cheap now. Um, for a good amount of storage. Like I bought a 128 gig card, uh, for 60 bucks when I bought, you know, when I bought the Switch. And it's like, yeah, so my machine has 160 gigs to work with. Um, and, you know, with most games, I mean, I'm foresee a lot of games being super huge, like with the exception of that Dragon Quest Heroes game. Um, <laughs> like that's gonna be like, <laughs> I think that's like 25 or 32 gigs or some crazy shit. Um, it's like when your but, games uh, save when the game file is bigger than the system itself. That's a <laughs> yeah, that's a little nuts. But um, yeah, like I'm not yeah. say- saying they could have that they should have done like 500 gigabytes or something like that. But I feel like they could have accomplished like 100 or 128 gigabytes or something like that. Uh, I mean, maybe, but it's like at that point you're you're adding. I feel like that's an unnecessary amount of like that's an unnecessary cost. I think getting it up that high when like that's one you know phones basically ship with the same amount of storage uh when they have expandable memory i i guess but you know for a like something that once again is being advertised as a console you know 32 gig and they're still on 32 gigs that's to me that's just a, a silly move um now this last one i sort of, i put an asterisk next to because depending on whether you're the buyer or the seller or the company that's uh, making the system. And to some extent, uh, this could be a pro for the customer. I wrote down here too many accessories, but at the same time, that could be a good thing. Cause I imagine that's where Nintendo is going to get a lot of its money back from. Yeah. You know, just like the dock, the pro, the, I can't, I still can't believe there's only two colors for the multi, for the multi-controller. I would have just had like all the colors of the rainbow or something like that on there. Yeah. But, but uh, controllers, especially like to get like another two joy cons is 80 bucks. If I recall. Yeah. Uh the dock is what is it? 90? Yeah. And uh the pro controller is 70. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and then of course you've got those little things at the top of the Joy-Cons to make the shoulder buttons stick out more. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of there's carrying carrying cases I could see being a big thing and on top of that. Uh one of the things I went on about like when when we were talking about it before was the fact that the plug for the control for the system is at the bottom. Which means if you're using it in tabletop mode, you know you can't because you're going to have a wire sticking out of there if you need to put more juice in there. However, that's been uh, the, if you look on Amazon, especially Nintendo already has a stand out there that you can set it up on that can still mm-hmm. plug in. Yeah. So expect that to be a thing there too. So there's a lot of way to accessorize this thing. And yeah, they, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. So I could see there being even more, like, I assume more colors are coming and those will be big events. That's probably going to be one of the announcements at E3. Hey, how about a gold one? Have fun with that. Uh, So, yeah, that could be be something pretty interesting. Uh, But, yeah, I'm I'm really shocked how much I love this thing. And uh, on top of that, it's kind of cool. Like, I don't know if you got this at work, but I when I take my lunch break and I pop it out and start playing it and, like, people walk by me and they're like, oh, my God, is that the Switch? And it's like, you know, a, I hate to say sense of pride, but, you know, that emotion you feel like when you have something cool in your hands. <laughs> so it's cool. It's really awesome. It's a shame that, and this the the I guess the sad thing is that I kind of feel like they're trying now, but we're, there's still a, a shortage of these things. Like, yeah. uh, plenty mm-hmm. of my employees are calling me lucky that I was, how, how did you, how were you able to get one at launch? And like, man, uh, is it a good thing I did get one of these at launch? <laughs> Especially once again for the price that I paid, which was zero, but still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so what, how, do you have any thoughts on the current shortage, even though it's been selling really well? Yeah, I mean, it's been selling well, and I think they've been doing an all right job supplying retailers. Like, it's like, yeah, like it's, it's a highly anticipated piece of hardware um, that is less than one month old. It's like, obviously, it's still going to be hard to find. Like, that shouldn't be surprising to people. Um, like, I mean, you like, I mean, it, it's that's the case with like iPhone launches, and they make like 10 times more of those, you know, uh, when those launch. Um, so like, I don't think it's a huge deal. Like, I think that's like people will eventually get like the people that want to switch will eventually get, will be able to have one within a relatively reasonable, <laughs> within a reasonable amount of time. I think. Um, now, now you, you of course work at a chain store supplier. I don't know if this is your department, but I, re- I have told stories about back in the glory days of the Wii where our quote unquote shipment would be like three boxes that came in and would sell out as soon as we put the three boxes in a cabinet. Uh, do you know how many switches you're getting in at one time? Um, I mean, we got 15, and on Tuesday we got five, another five yesterday, um, so 20 for the week. Uh, that's not bad, actually. No, it's not. Like, that's usually, like, that's on par with any other console we get. Uh, like, the like Wii, it, in the case of the Wii, those three would be our shipment of it for, like, two weeks. So you going through 20 in the span of one is actually really, really good and promising to me. Right, yeah. So, like, I, I think... Like I said, yeah, like I said, I think people that want like that want a switch will be able to get one within a reasonable amount of time. I don't think it's gonna be Wii level like shortages where like clearly Nintendo is just like not to say that they like not to say that it's impossible that they were doing it with this, but like like Nintendo was like super leaning on creating an artificial shortage uh, in the case of the Wii. So it's like I think they're a little bit smarter about that right now. Uh, for those of you who don't have one and are looking to get one, I would recommend following such uh, Twitter handles as Cheap Ass Gamer and IGN Deals, as they've been really good about notifying people when the Switch is back in stock on sites like Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like it was back in stock for a good chunk of the day yesterday, and yeah. actually, like helped a coworker to uh, get one because it. She was talking to me. We were actually talking about it earlier in the day, and then I got the notification. I was like, oh, here you go. And she was able to order one. So just keep uh, – do that. Turn the notifications on. It's an easy way to hear when it's back in stock. But when you get that message, and if you have the money, make the order <laughs> as soon as you can <laughs> right there and then because it's probably not going to be there by the time you get out of work, so to speak. The only thing that sucks in the case of – or at least with Amazon yesterday is that, that they were only selling the, the consoles to – Prime members, so yeah, that's, they've been doing that a lot. It's been like an exclusive thing. Yeah, I mean, I understand that like a lot of people already are like Prime members uh, that shop on Amazon, but like that still sucks. <laughs> Another thing I've noticed that like some stores, like GameStop, are selling it only to you only if you're getting a bundle. Yeah, which will usually be like a game, a pro controller and all these extra shit. It's like, okay, that's a little underhanded. Just give me the goddamn system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, GameStop's pretty notorious for doing that. Like I remember them doing that with the PS3 and the 360 when those came out 10 years ago. Now, something I did want a few things I wanted to talk about. Uh number 1, have you heard any of the stories about the uh, the system, you know, breaking or the system, you know, like scratching itself and being put in the dock and stuff like that. Um, like I've heard, like I've I've heard, you know, a lot of the same reports about like, oh, like I scratched my 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 switch putting it into the system, into the dock or whatever. And yeah, like that's like I feel I'm a little bit more careful than that. <laughs> uh, like I like I don't understand what kind of angle or, or or velocity people are fucking chucking their 
their system into the dock, you know, to scratch it up that way. But yeah, like uh, I take those with a large grain of salt as like some of the reports were shown to me. But at the same time, I want to remind you, like, don't forget just before the PS4 came out, which is once again, a great console. We, we were the websites all over the place were full of reports of, Oh, the system broke or the system's not turning on or something to just sort of scare people into it. Mm. And it happens every time. Like those stories are usually the minority or in the case of that scratched PS4, uh, scratch switch. I wouldn't be surprised if the guy trying to plug it in was drunk that night and kept missing or something like that, which does happen. <laughs> and so take those with a grain of salt. Uh, what I can be a little uh, weary of, however, is reports about consumers like they would turn on the screen and there would be dead pixels. Mm. And uh, according to Nintendo's policy, they just, you know, that basically it's not covered. Like you have to really fight with them in order to send you one. As opposed to like companies like Apple or Samsung, where if you if they see a dead pixel, like, yeah, absolutely send it in. We'll give you a brand new one. It's like, right. So they they need to be careful on that. That could send the be- the wrong message too. All right. Um, so something else I did want to talk to you about, Joe. So the system's a success. Yeah. And I've mentioned I, I've not only in as far as our attention spans and our opinions, but it's selling really well too. Have mm-hmm. you heard the stories that, according to people, it's going to outsell the PS4? Um, I believe it's already outpacing the the ps4 in japan uh from you know the initial three or four weeks um and it's outpacing the wii at this point or the oh i mean it's certainly outpacing the wii u um <laughs> although i mean although the wii u sold well for like the first month and then just completely fell off a cliff hmm. um but like it's outpacing i think even the original wii as well so it's like all right this i mean obviously that's it's only been a fucking month so he can't it's hard to draw up any real conclusion from that, but like, um, yeah, like by pretty much any metric, like this thing is doing really well. It is. It's just, I would say it's really early to say that it's going to outpace the PS4. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, you're absolutely right. I did see those reports where if we're just going by from where it is at launch to now versus how how much PS4 was able to get from launch to how many weeks we are out now Uh, with this system. Yeah, they are currently outselling it by a nice margin. However, PS4 has been out for a few years and they've managed to build up a nice library and reputation, especially with exclusives and what have you. Not saying Mm -hmm. Nintendo doesn't have exclusive, mind you. It it started off with a really good one. However, I I would take a more let's wait and see how it goes. Like, I think we're going to see a big spike now. It'll probably tepper off or like even out for a little while till we get to the pl- get to the holiday season. Then we're going to see a really big spike there. But depending on how people's reception to certain games in between then, such as Splatoon 2 and uh, Xenoblade 2 and various other stuff that's coming out, I think it's more of a wait and see in that. I think it's going to do really well, long story short. I don't think it's going to do badly at all. In fact, it's been doing the opposite of badly so far. <laughs> but I think it's uh, I think it's a little early to say, oh, oh it's going to outsell the PS4. It's like, that. that's a pretty high compliment as of right now. Right, yeah. Like, I, there's, after just a month, like, there's no real way of telling how well it'll sell, like, in like, like, like you know, in its lifetime or whatever, but like, I can... Like I could, I can imagine a scenario where it's like 
it actually maintains like this kind of pace throughout the year and, and only gets like, like higher up uh, as games like or as Mario comes out like like that'll be the big thing like I think like it might dip a little bit mm-hmm. um but but with you know some people are like oh it's just like they're just re-releasing Mario Kart in April or whatever it's like yeah but you know how many like like but nobody bought the Wii U so like by <laughs> by association not many people bought that Mario Kart game. Yeah, like uh, the same excuse we give to the PS4 remasters, we could gotta give here. To be fair, yeah, it's like yeah, like fucking twelve million people bought the fucking Wii U, so like presumably fewer than that <laughs> bought Mario Kart. Uh, so this is gonna be a huge chance for them to finally get their hands on Mario Kart Eight. Um, so you, I assume that you know, like I'm like I've even heard a lot of people at work. They're like, yeah, I'm actually waiting to get my Switch until like when Mario comes out or Mario Kart comes out. It's like, all right, yeah, like that's like that that's gonna be a decent like like I don't think it'll be as high, maybe not as much as as, as Zelda, but I see that being a pretty decent system seller in its own right. Uh, Splatoon Two is gonna be a pretty big deal, I think, because again, the same thing. Like like as great as the original game was, and people were excited about it when they played it on Wii U. Not a lot of people had Wii U's, so like I hear, I imagine that hype kind of like, hey, yeah, maybe I should check out Splatoon 2. Um, so like throughout the summer, like I assume that the Switch isn't gonna fall off too much in terms of sales, uh, leading up to Mario. All right, and uh, two last big questions here. Now, playing the system, the thought that kept popping in my head from time to time was. As much as I'm enjoying Zelda on this and looking forward to what I'm sure will be, before it's all said and done, a nice plethora of games. Games that'll come out on the system's life. I, I really do wish that that uh, Sony, as I'm a PlayStation guy, had something similar and I could just take Horizon to work or Dark Souls to work mm-hmm. or in a little bit of time, Persona to work. Uh, <laughs> uh, I cannot wait for that game. Like I'm, I'm actually like really excited. But back on topic, uh, <laughs> I re- especially after seeing like we, we've actually talked about some uh, copyright or patent uh, things that they've released as of late, and one of which looked pretty much like a Vita with like two ends of a PS4 remote on the side of it, sort of Switch like. I really do think that either Sony or Microsoft, probably Sony is going to come out with, like, their own version of the Switch. And if it's if they can make it like this, I think they definitely got something there. Now, something I'm curious about, like, we've uh, you've you've defended the $300 price point, mm-hmm. saying it's fine for what we have and what have you. Now, if Sony releases something and uh, it's got, like, higher resolution, it's got more space, it's got f- freaking in-game chat, which I'm still <laughs> shocked this thing doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> they're telling us to get an app for our phone we I, I'm, i'll just call joe at that point <laughs> it's a. Uh, but it's got all this stuff uh would you be okay if they said if they increase the price when that happens or would you want them to have like kind of the same specs here wait you mean for sony or microsoft when they if they were to do it yeah um i keep- mean because keep in mind, we're saying like 32 gigs and not even H- full HD display, that's fine. 300 bucks, here you go. If they go through, if Sony or Microsoft not only make this thing, but make improvements so that it has everything, then we've sort of, we've at, we're at a point where we've said, this is okay to spend this much on. So if we release this one, would you like be, would you turn on them or would you be like, okay, that's fair for what I paid, for what I'm getting? I mean, for 299 like, 
the Switch offers like graphics that are on par or maybe a little bit better than what you would get like out of a really really nice like iPad game or or you know like something that would run. Like, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, like I, I would imagine it has like a lot of the same technical performance. So for them to be like, all right, like it's a seven inch tablet, so it'd be smaller than you would get like for most you know tablets. But like it's got these fucking crazily advanced controllers on top of that. Um, like so, I feel with all that in mind, like I feel two ninety nine pretty fair price when you consider the price of like a seven or eight inch tablet like a high-end tablet like you know like an ipad mini or or a galaxy tab a or whatever the hell tab a is that the one that I, tab galaxy a. tabs are, <laughs> galaxy tabs are so confusingly named they are it's like they're like the tab s is their own little genre then you have yeah. the tab s pro it's like oh god damn it <laughs> yeah um but yeah, like I feel like it's on par with like those tablets in terms of like pricing and performance. So you add the the, the eighty dollar controllers on top of that. It's like all right, like I feel that's a fair price point. Like if Sony or Microsoft were to build something, like people would have that the expectation that it would have the graphics at least on par with you know like a PS4 or an Xbox One. Uh, and I feel like that would be much harder to condense into like a tablet form factor uh, than something that's you know kind of operating within the same space as something that's already in the mobile kind of like landscape you know um so i'm not sure how viable that would be like if because like if they were able to miniaturize something like that um i feel like that would be much more expensive than the 300 dollars switch um it's like at that point i think like hopefully they're at a point where they could like like i think four hundred dollars would be the limit like, yeah if you go to five hundred dollars which you know if if they get too crazy with it, they definitely could hit that ceiling, which could be bad for them. Cause yeah, like that's... like the market has repeatedly has repeatedly balked at anything above four hundred dollars. Um, you know, with the PS3, uh, the Xbox One at launch, like those those did not those did not those prices did not serve those consoles well. Um, so anything above four hundred dollars is is definitely playing with fire. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go about it. For sure, because I do think it's coming. It may not be next year or even two years from now, but I think they they are working on perfecting that system. Mm. Like I'm really hoping they don't see. Well, if people are okay with spending three hundred for this, then let's go all out and get a lot of money. It's like no, no calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Microsoft would just be like eh, go buy a Surface. <laughs> um, I don't I don't see first I don't foresee Microsoft getting into the portable game. I don't see. Um, that. I would agree with you, actually. Like, I could see Sony doing something like the Switch. Meanwhile, I think Microsoft will just focus on making the console more powerful. Yeah, like they, like Microsoft between, like, like the Surface is about, about as close as they would ever get. And that, that like, at that point, it's like, no, <laughs> the Surface. I don't really. <laughs> um, but with Sony, like, I don't know. Like, they've they've had two shots at the portable space, um, with diminishing returns each time. Um, like the, the PSP, like as much crap as people give it for whatever reason, um, like that by any metric, that was a successful, you know, platform. Um, the Vita, not quite as much. And yeah, like, I, like that was objectively a better like platform than just about any other portable platform before it, I think. Uh, and it just never, it just never picked up, like they just never caught on the way anyone had hoped. So I don't know what Sony could like, yeah, they could kind of copy the, the switch in a way and you know or see that the switch is doing well and then kind of go after something similar but i don't know after after the psp and the vita uh i'm not sure how many people buy into it really we'll see because uh like i said i i feel like anyone who has a playstation 4 
and uh, got the Switch is thinking something similar, like, oh, it would be so cool to be able to take my PS4 games on the go just like this, which, like I said, uh, people at Sony must be will, are high-fiving each other with the success of the Nintendo Switch because I think it's going to help their per, their product out because it's sort of like a, a very nice bit of subliminal marketing where you, like you, people are thinking it, and if they execute it correctly, because if it's like the if it's the PS3 all over again, they just. Ugh. But hopefully, like they release it, it looks cool. Which it, I know that a lot of people are like probably grown when we say, "Oh, it looks so awesome!" Like that that's important. You want the system to look good. Yeah. <laughs> like I love how the PS4 looked before they went, even before this. Like it, it was like they released the slim right off. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Because usually it looks like kind of weird at first, and then they release the slim version, which looks cooler. But no, it was like they released it right off, and it looked great. And meanwhile, what, what were people dogging on with the Xbox One? That it looked like a VCR, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> so that is important. But if it looks nice, if it looks sleek, if it's well-priced, and it has a lot of functionality, then I, I think it could go places... It'll be curious to see what they do. Like It might be like the PSP Go, where you have to do it digitally. Which <laughs> and we know how well that system is. Yeah, I, <laughs> it, it was way too early back then. Like even now, I think some people are coming around to buying things digitally, but I would say it's still too early now. So, yeah, especially now as ISPs are are, are kind of clamping down on data caps now. Um, mm. Now that like Xfinity and I don't know about Time Warner, but Xfinity a few months ago sent me an email like, hey, so like. We're capping things at a terabyte for most customers now. That's like, cool. <laughs> Great. Um, That's the big thing standing in the way. I know there's one company around here. I forget that. It might be Time Warner for all I know, but they have no, they still have no cap. And it's so bad. Like with AT&T, they're capping it at a terabyte as well. And even with the employee discount, they're opting to pass on it to go to this other company with no cap because you know even with the discount they're still paying a lot of overages and what have you mm. so that's another thing to keep an eye on going into the future i, I feel like that cap is going to be lifted before too long or at least go up to two terabytes at this point jesus anyway all right final question joe mm. uh, a plucky young guy comes up to you says uh, hey you joe garcia from that show listen to you, <laughs> listen to you and malcolm all the time uh and asks like should I get the switch now? Like, uh, what would you say? Like in your personal opinion, is the switch worth getting now? Would you recommend waiting? Cause I, I feel like we're on board that it's a gr- that it's a great system, but would you say get it now or later? Um, I mean, if you really want to play Zelda, um, and don't own a Wii U already, um, be like, yeah, if you can get your hands on a switch, that would be the way to go. If you already have a Wii U, um, I, I think that's already that's a pretty good way to play that game. Uh, but yeah, like if you don't already have a Wii U, like I think like, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, it's only got the really one game. Really? It's like, yeah, but that game's really good. <laughs> um, it like you, it's hard to like out of all the like, launch titles that have come out like that's that's a really fucking good one. <laughs> like it's hard to like when you think of all the like. Like the the whole library is is pretty lacking, but like when you think of all the great like launch titles, like I think that's that's one of the all time great ones. I think is, is Breath of the Wild. Um, mm. like it's 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 <laughs> it's it's hard to discount how good that game. Um, like like that is the game worth worth grabbing some hardware over. If uh, if the person in question were to ask me, has no console whatsoever right now, 
and was looking to get a whole bunch of games, I may tell him to wait till the holiday season just so you can grab, you know, maybe get something else now and didn't grab everything now. But uh, I agree with you. And, you know, a small, very summary line about Zelda here, because like I said, we're going to release a full-fledged review on it coming out very shortly. But it is absolute, like, thank God that game came out at launch, or else this would have been disastrous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, that game is absolutely wonderful on the Switch. Not only at home, but on the go as well. And uh, you could totally play that game and be cool until, like, the next big game that comes out or what have you. But Yeah, like, the only reason I'm really playing Mass Effect right now is out of, like, some weird obligation to, like, the series. It's like, hey, I I love the first three games. I I guess I should be playing more Andromeda, even though I don't like it all that much. (laughs) like, Like, I would rather be playing... It's more a, Zelda, even after I've already beaten it. It's like, what if I found the rest? Like, I've got, like, I still have 50 shrines out there to find. I, I was, was the same way when I popped in Andromeda, played it for hours, and, and I started looking at the Switch. <laughs> like, it's right there. I could just dock it and, and go. Zelda is so much more better than this. It's so much better than this. God damn. Uh, uh, but oh, that's that's another weird little nitpick I have with the system. Uh, oh, that okay. I've that I've, that I've heard uh, other people have. Is that if your TV is one of those that kind of switches over to whatever input turns on or whatever, mm-hmm. or like like oh you can turn on like if like if I pl- like if I turn on my PS4 without even turning it, without pressing the power button on my TV like PS4 will just turn the TV on as well that kind of thing or if like if I'm watching something on my X like if I'm on my Xbox and turn it off and then turn on my PS4 and switch over to that input or whatever mm. um, you know the 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 switch offers that same functionality uh, the problem is if it's if my switch is docked and like, but not actually on, like just in sleep mode, um, like it'll like it'll still randomly at some points like, oh, the TV will think that I want to play the switch. It's like, what? I didn't touch my switch. It's docked over there, and the controller's next to it. Um, it'll just be like, hey, you want to play switch? It's like it's not even on. <laughs> it's like, it'll, <laughs> like it'll just switch inputs. Like while I'm watching something on my PS4 or playing something, it's like, what the fuck? Um, and I've heard other people have the same issue with with their TVs. Um, with different brand TVs as well, so I don't think it's like, oh, it's just some goofy problem with Samsung. It's like, no, like people have had the same thing happen with their LG TVs or their Sony's. It's like, fuck, <laughs> like that's really annoying. So like now, whenever I'm not playing my Switch, like I leave it undocked, so it doesn't fucking do that. Because even turning off the setting on my TV and the, and the Switch, it'll still fucking do it somehow. Um, so I've just leave, like I'm just leaving my Switch undocked when I don't play it to prevent that. Oh wow, wow, really fucking annoying. My Sony, while not a 4K TV like yours is, my Sony TV has been pretty good. It even, like, named the output Nintendo Switch automatically, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and typically, my the Sony TV will turn on when I uh, power on the PS4, too, but it's been pretty cool about the, uh, about the Switch, which is great, because I typically just leave it docked in there for when I'm ready to go. Yeah. Uh, that's another good thing about it. Like the battery, I was worried about, but honestly, I haven't noticed it. Like, right? Because I mean, yeah, like it sucks. Like if you're like on a long flight or whatever, like yeah, that's not a huge time to be able to play. But for most purposes of taking it on the bus and playing on the bus and playing it at work, it's like yeah, the three hours is plenty because I'm not taking a three hour lunch break at work. Um, so like for the most part, yeah, like the the battery life on this on the, on the system is is pretty good for for most people, I think. Uh, 
Yeah, I think like the one of the best uh, best things that Nintendo's accomplished. Now, I say this like a little begrudgingly, only because uh, I I can't help but feel that Nintendo would still love to be the number one company out there and uh, be like the system that people get again, like they used to be back in the eighties. Oh, that was so long ago. <laughs> but they essentially have created the perfect second console in my opinion like if, if you've got a PS4 or you're you're one of the guys who has who uh, d- does Xbox like this is a perfect second console to get it's mm-hmm. got games you're not going to get on you know well it has a lot of games you're not going to get on the either console and the games you know granted it's really just one right now but it's uh, they've been really good and by the way snipper clips that's a good secondary game to get yeah it is they brought a double up i was like this is actually really fun yeah, like uh, me and the wife were playing, and we had a, that's a great uh, wife slash girlfriend slash whatever g- game to play with somebody else. By the way, but anyway, um, they've made a great secondary console. Like, I if you have a PS4, I would like. I'm happy I got this instead of an Xbox One. Let's just say, like, mm. this is. I think this is a perfect complement for the experiences I'm getting on the PS4. Yeah. So I would say get it, especially if you can get get a good deal on it, such as as I got, like. I'm so happy that I just like like told myself to shut up and just traded in the Wii U and the 3DS on <laughs> this console. Oh, because yeah, it's, so far it's been wor- it's been really worth it. So, uh, if you want a whole bunch of games games with it for whatever reason, then I would say wait till the holiday se- season. But if you're having difficulty finding it now, good fucking luck getting it on the holidays. <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah, that's, that is like weird advice, right? It's like yeah, wait till there's more stuff and people. Oh, you mean when more people will want it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess that's one way to go about it. Yeah, like if you if you have a PS4, like which you're going to be using quite a bit, but if you have a PS4, then it's actually kind of nice to just have like one game to worry about for right now. Oh. Yeah, like like I, it's weird. I just like like you'd rather spend more money all at once rather than just you know getting the console now and getting the games as they come. Like I don't understand. Well, some people are better off than we are, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> A lot better, but yeah, like right now, like I'll be playing uh, Zelda. Like I'm trying to like, I'm at a point where I'm just looking for shrines and trying to get it wrapped up so I can kill Ganon and get ready in time for the next game. On top of that, get ready for Persona Five and all these other games that are coming out. Jesus Christ! But anyway, uh, yeah, congratulations to Nintendo. They, they, I think they made something really good. Uh, Time will tell where it goes from here, but. It's a great idea, yeah, yeah, and I like it a lot. It is aces, I might say. All right. Folks, that does it for this very special episode of the Firmware Update. Thank you so much for listening to us. If you like what you heard, you can follow us on such apps as the Apple Podcast app, where you can get all your podcasts on and your Apple device. Just type in the Firmware Update, and we'll pop right in there. Just hit that subscribe button, and we will... uh, and every episode will populate as they come. Uh, also helps if you leave us a five-star review and something written really helps out the show. Mm-hmm. You, if you have an Android device, never fear. We're on such apps as Stitcher Radio, which is free, where you can stream us uh, as we come out. Also, we do recommend you try out a little app called Pocket Cast. $3.99, and you can not only stream, but download. On top of that, you can get that for Apple as well, and you can have perfect synchronicity across all your devices. If you would rather, if you're a traditionalist, you can download the episode from our own website, thefirmup.com, where you can find not only 
only uh, these uh, episodes as they come, but you can also find uh, stories and stuff written by our own Joe Garcia. So check that out as well. You can also find us on Twitter at PSMalk for me, at Wands23 for Joe, and our own Twitter account for the show, The Firm Up, at The Firm Up, where we do updates on news stories and what have you on a regular basis. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? I don't think so. Excellent. Folks, we will see you next time on the firmware update. See you later. Adios. Mm-hmm.